This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Spooky. Happy Halloween, hookers, sluts, and everybody in between. (laughs) What's really between? Me. Okay. Us. Not you right now. No, definitely not. So, and you're a child, so we won't go there. Actually, very true. So, Megan and Melissa could not be here today. So, we're taking over. Hi. Hi, I'm Janine. It's too fucking good. <laughs> and it's Britney, bitch. So last night, was it last night you texted yeah, me? last night. I, I had thought of it the night before, but then I forgot to text you. So Yeah, so I get a text at, actually, let's clarify exactly what like time. It was like 
Okay, that's a little less violent. Because you should just know that I put it off in the back of my head until 20 minutes after I should have already been here. Okay. You texted me and said, I'll be wearing a Halloween costume from Don't Blame Me. It will be simple. (laughs) And it turned out it wasn't that simple. It's not simple at all. Like, at first I was like, is she just going to put on fucking cat ears or something? Because, like, am I going to be more? Mm-mm. No, this is like a whole costume. But I'm also like stuck in it. That's the not oh, yeah. simple part. Do you like to explain to the class? Yeah. Literally the class? Uh, teacher. The class. So this morning. Oh, wait, explain who you are. I said I'm Janine. <laughs> if, if you don't know who that is, then that's your That's problem. on you. Um, I'm Janine Teague from Abbott Elementary, a.k.a. Quinta Brunson. The greatest show. I have this skirt. And my ass has expanded. I actually don't think I've actually ever worn this skirt. I bought it a while. No, I haven't. Because when I gave it to you, I took the tag off oh. of it. <laughs> ah. And um, my ass um, is bigger than when I bought it. And I that's why I never wore it. Because when I bought it, I could get over my ass. But then it was too big in the waist. And so now I can't get it over my ass. And it fits in the waist. And so I put it over my head. Okay. And then when I tried to take it off, because I was just seeing if I could wear it. And then when I tried <laughs> to take it off, I couldn't like raise my arms high enough to pull it back off. And so I was like, we usually film, but am I wrong before this episode, before mm-hmm. Don't Blame Me? And so um, I was like, we're going to <laughs> record, but am I wrong first? And then, because like, I'm already in the outfit. I'm going to need some help though. <laughs> like I need you to help me get out of my costume. And I was telling her before that, like, I kind of just, like, accepted that and didn't think anything of it. And then as I was driving, I was like, what's she wearing? Like, and then I started getting worried because I was like, you were very casual. Yeah. And I somehow in my head made it that you were stuck in your Power Rangers costume. No, and I was no, like, no. I'd be having a panic attack. And then you opened the door. And I was like, oh. And you knew immediately who I was. Immediately. The hair is so, I can't get over, like, how spot on the hair is. It's just my normal hair, just in a half ponytail. It's just, it. you, you have her, you... You have her in you. I she do. she's in all of us. She is. She is. Try hard. Hell yeah. <laughs> literally fucking all of us. Um I and I'm more of an Ava though. Oh, without it. Ava is like a violent Aquarius. Like <laughs> yeah. Ava is like the most Aquarius. Like it's just that's Max's favorite character. That in the white teacher. Like thanks. which one? There's two white teachers. The white male teacher. Yes, I always forget. Well, I would just call her Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And that's uh, her her name's also Melissa. Yeah. I love her. She's great. And my costume is Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. Mm -hmm. And I just want to thank Pinterest algorithm because I accidentally opened Pinterest. Not meaning to. I was trying to open a different app. And this was last night. Actually, it was today, 1.20 a.m. I did not sleep much. And I just saw... No, that's a lie. I definitely searched for it. I searched easy Halloween costumes, and I found it. And you nailed it. I didn't have to buy anything. This is just everything I have. Everything I had, either. I think it's a good interpretation. Mm -hmm. I knew immediately who you... Thank you. My voice is cracking again. I knew immediately who you were. Get your teacher voice on. Do you need a cough drop like this one? <laughs> but my, I like saw a neighbor when I was driving here and um, I haven't met her before and she like, waved at me. 
And I was like, oh, she looks friendly and nice. And I was like, oh my God, she definitely is like, probably like in her like later 30s. And I was like, she knows. She knew exactly. She knew exactly what this was. And I was like, oops, I did it again. So happy Halloween, everyone. We did talk about doing costumes before Mm -hmm. and we have a great costume idea that we will eventually do. I mean, we're gonna, we need to do a new photo shoot anyway. So when we do our new photo shoot, we'll have a few different things. Yeah, because if Target has taught us anything, it's that, caricatures of us sell really well Mm -hmm. they put us on a greeting card they did and i'm still mad like i'm happy but mad about it yeah no i'm because they didn't take they didn't give us any credit for it no and you just thought you could do some like skin colored blobs on a blue couch and we wouldn't know this was us is this play about us Yes, yes target that's us so I think about that too much. Well, also, like, you know, it was us because people were like messaging us being mm-hmm. like, look at this. It just happens to be a white woman and a black woman sitting on a blue couch, which we had at the time. The black same shape blue couch, too. Yep. Had a fro like in the way that I was wearing it at that time. And our like proportions of height. I mean, we were sitting, but like we, it was everything was right. It could have been a thumbnail wine in the picture which we won't <laughs> i can't see us drinking wine like call together. call <laughs> call professionals yeah, don't like, call the cops like call somebody yeah because like i'll go wine tasting but i'm not just sitting down to just drink wine i've never in my life sat down to drink wine i hate wine i don't hate it i just like i don't see what the point is because i'm just gonna go to sleep i it in, just knocks me out in college i remember like they would have like um wine and cheese no Catalina wine mixers and like all that shit and I would just we were more classy with the wine and cheese party <laughs> yeah no I'm sorry I went to school in Riverside California it was not classy at all we had like Franzia boxed wine mm, no. um and I just remember I was like wine is like a sad drunk like and I just remember like everybody just kind of like being sad and then me feeling sad and I was like this is not fun and I just ugh ugh I mean all alcohol is ugh to me but wine no. Yeah, if you see us drinking wine, not good. Mm-mm. Not good. I mean, we really had an Olivia Pope type of day. We killed somebody <laughs> yeah. and we needed to and unwind. Needed to get that out of our Yeah, mind. we buried a body. Mm-hmm. Like, we... Wait, who could we be from? If you could be Olivia Pope... Then you can be the uh, red-headed one. Or Melly. I'll be Melly. Okay. Who could I be if we did um, How to Get Away with Murder? If we had a large group of friends doing that scene where they're trying to bury a body, like reenacting that in costumes would be so... You'd have to be Bonnie. That's the only white woman. (laughs) Hey, and if there's going to be one, I fucking loved Bonnie in that. I loved her in that. Ugh. I want to watch that show again. So we'll be Bonnie and Elise. (laughs) Trauma bonded the Halloween costume. That's actually really funny. I wonder if they still, if they're like friends with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder. Anyways, happy Halloween to everybody who celebrates it and anyone who doesn't. I mean, we really don't, but like, I know now we kind of do. Yeah. We, we're, we live in houses and we want to hang out. And I realized yeah. that like Halloween, I got to put on a costume and like, I'm sorry, there's nothing I love. First of all, I love attention. I'm so like over the top and like dramatic. And then like, I'm a theater kid. Like, I live for a fucking. I wanted to. I told you I want to go to the a Renaissance fair. Like I love. Uh, I like dressing ugh. up in costumes, but I don't like dressing up on Halloween. No, because there's just too many spooks and goose going on, and <laughs> I don't trust everybody. 
I don't like Halloween parties. I don't like being around other people in their car. I want to take, I think Halloween should be a day where we have costumes. We take beautiful photos and then we take those costumes off. And that's exactly what you do. That's exactly what I do now. And I'm like, this is great. And then eventually we will take our future child to go Mm trick-or-treating. And I'll be like, this is great. This is great. So let's uh, graveyards. Oh, yes. Moth came into the house the other day. That's our safe word. (laughs) Graveyards. Moth came into the house the other day and he goes, I have to tell you something and I think you're going to be really mad. And I was like, you can't fucking start, like, enter the home like this. And he goes, and I didn't say anything. And I don't think you should say anything. And like, I really don't want you to say anything. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? And he goes, so the neighbors are setting up their Halloween decorations. And it's just like neighbors like a little bit farther down the street. And they have a graveyard. And I go, what's it say on the gravestones? And he goes, it's only one that I've seen. And I go, Biden? And he goes, no, Fauci. And I was like, what? Why? There's just like not even any like humor to it. And like, it is the weird neighbor's house. Like I like they have like a very old woman who lives with them, who I assume is a parent. And they just let her out there with like very large electronic outdoor like like she was like chopping down like big tree branches. And she's like a frail old lady. And then there's like these people in their 30s or 40s sitting on the porch. That's probably what she enjoys to do. No, but I just think that like they are just they're sitting and like watching her do all of this intense manual labor. And they like never even like pretend to do any. I don't know. They're always just kind of like weird and like kind of scowling looking around and their kids always have like you know in horror movies when you like drive by a house and then like the the camera like slows and stops on like these like little kids faces and Mm -hmm. they just like turn and look like they have that face (laughs) and I'm like I don't trust you like this is like you're sketchy versus like the other kids on our street there's like one one is so nice we met I I met the other day Mats had already met her and her mom and her dad like they they love him the whole fam um, and Who doesn't true, truly are like literally he's like, I should have not been so nice to all my neighbors. Like he will leave the house and then come back 20 minutes later. He goes, got caught up talking about landscaping, but um, they're so nice. And I was talking to the mom and her daughter and we're in the middle of the conversation. The daughter's in like middle school or no, that's a lie. I think she's probably in like fourth grade. Um, and she just like slides down into the splits. And I was like, I love that age of like, I want attention from these adults. I'm going to do the splits. And I was like, get it. Go great job and she was like oh like it's nothing and I was like that's so cute but it's weird because I still feel like I relate more to her than her mom Mm. I'm like I feel like we're closer in age but we're not yeah I always say I feel like a big kid me too I enjoy things that children enjoy yeah light brights cartoons candy I'm a big kid we both love corn dogs I do not like no, corn dogs. Hot dogs. Corn dogs. I, I love corn dogs. corn dogs. There's a reason why, but ugh. I once threw up when I was eating mm. one, and now I can never eat one again. Mm, three Musketeers bars. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Ugh. Some things always get ruined. Mm-hmm. Not good. I'd loved them before, and now I just cannot. I cannot be in the same room with one. Mm-hmm. The smell just takes me back. Yeah, I'm that drinkable yogurts. Mm. Those are kind of gross anyway. They always were gross. And that's kind of why I needed I had it's when I had the sandbone stuck in my throat. So I needed to throw up. And so it was like, might as well have these things that I find absolutely disgusting. We use, I used to have the, the organic version of Go-Gurts. And the only way I could eat them is if I froze them. And then it would be like frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Fro- and yo. <laughs> Fro-yo. T-C-B-Y yogurt. The country's best yogurt yogurt. 
I love when some of the sides say TCBY yogurt. Yeah. As an insider. It's <laughs> redundant, but I love it. Um, so yeah, that was the graveyard at our neighbors. We're obviously not gonna say anything. I just like you know what sometimes like it feels like when you're like playing a game of Monopoly against like a three-year-old and you're like, this isn't even fun because you're stupid and like you're just like a they're baby. Like stupid. no, but they're like just ignorant because they don't know you. They they don't know how to play the game. Yeah. Like this is just like and you're like why am I even going to bother? It's like when you have like a really great outfit you and you're like them sometimes. Okay. So that's, I'm okay. Bad analogy. It's like when you have a really cute outfit and you're like, am I going to wear this? To like Thanksgiving around these old people who like, no, they were not going to appreciate this. They're not going to get this. Yeah, like I we're just that. like not on the same level. That's how sometimes I feel with people with like idiotic views like that. I'm like, we can't even have like a banter or a convert. Like this is just, mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even have anything to say to you. Like, there's going to be no witty, witty discourse between us because it's just like, I don't want to help you make this sign better and more offensive and like actually be a dig. More but offensive I kind of less offensive? No, I'm saying like, I kind of pity the fact that you thought that you did something here. I'm like, do you want me to show you how to really do so? Like, I don't want to do that, but I'm just like, oh, I'm embarrassed for you. It's just so, it's just so weird. Yeah. Anyways. The bell has rang. Time for new class yeah because you're britney Spears oh my gosh in the video, i'm the student, the student. Yeah. you're the teacher yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that is all funny. works together i definitely had oh, teach- that's what we should look up something in for our, the that's, TikTok. we're gonna find porn no 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 but the tiktok can be like teaching like i could be teaching a class and then we flip to you and it's britney spears like in the we got to have a pin that you're kind of twirling yeah yeah we should explain what this podcast is. This is Don't Blame Me, where we give you wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice from a teacher and a pop star. <laughs> um, and you might be wondering how we're qualified. I just told you. There's a teacher <laughs> and a pop star here. So what more could you Yeah, need? You're getting premium. Cool. You're getting literally schooled for free from two people whose day rates are not free. Astronomical. Astronomical. One, I don't even think you could find their contact information. Me. I don't even know who you reach out to. So you call in, you leave voicemails, and we play your voicemails on the air, and we give you wonderful, amazing, again, life-changing advice. So if you want to call in, you can leave us a voicemail at at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We ask that you keep it. We don't ask. We demand that you keep it under three minutes. You have your parents' permission or you're over 18 and you write everything down. Practice a few times. Make sure you have all the relevant information. Like make sure you have your ages in there. If it's about a relationship, how long you've been together, all the relevant nitty gritty info that we need to give you the best advice possible. It is all anonymous, but practice it a couple times, cut things, add things. And then finally, when you're ready to record, literally just read it. Read it. You don't have to memorize it. Read it. You don't Please have to go don't memorize it. No. Memorizing things is completely overrated. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole section of my brain that if I could release the lyric of Ashley Simpson's autobiography, the entire album. That's the first one? Ashley Simpson? Yeah. She only has two. Okay. Uh, sadly. album. It's... No, no, I Melissa. Might, I might listen to it. Melissa. When I tell when you... take I, our break, we're going to listen to I it. I put it on one day when Kyle and I were driving in the car. And both of us were screaming and I was always peeing my pants. And we were both crying. We were like, I forgot how amazing this album was. And neither of us had listened to it in years. 
But both of us still knew every fucking word. Let me go ahead and add it to my it's album. It's so I the mean, fact that it didn't win a Grammy, like, and like we did so dirty by Ashley Simpson with like making fun of her for like lip syncing SNL, all of that shit. I'm like, we fucked up. We could have had more of this. And it's just, oh, it hits me right in the feels. So if I could re- like release any of that, I know all of those fucking words. More of the story, don't memorize your call. Mm-hmm. Just read it out loud. And yeah, you can call in literally about anything. Sex. Rock and roll. I was going to say drugs, but I mean, what do you call? Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, Megan and Melissa, I was just wondering if I should drop acid. Thanks. Bye. And the answer is depends. I, I need more information. I need more information. Are you writing the next case? Are you Casey Musgraves? Are you writing your new album? Then I would say if you're safe and comfortable, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Drop some acid. We got a great album last time. Is acid the same thing as LSD? No clue. I don't either. We're not drug people. No. We're I always hire people to ask. Yeah, that honestly. Anyway. No. I I always when people talk about like tabs of them, my whole life, I have no idea what they look like. I don't want to Google. I don't care. I just think that like they're Listerine tabs. Yeah. And like I would think I'm like, oh my God, what if I, I like remember. have a Listerine tab and it's like someone swaps it and it's actually acid? I remember when the Listerine tabs came out. Like my school was like a little scared about that okay so maybe it is similar to what acid looks like i have no clue maybe i've heard like stamps <laughs> i almost did shrooms once but i've almost done them a few times but i've never actually done it i almost did them when i was um on a road trip and do with that information what you will if you <laughs> know the chicken road trip no oh my god no i already peed my pants and threw up i know on myself while driving i there was no drugs involved. Um, that was I all me. <laughs> that is actually my like fucking nightmare. But we were going to do, I was going to do them. We were going to do them. And we literally lost them in the car somewhere. We like had no idea where they were. What we really like, did them and you just don't remember. No, I, we would have remembered. Actually, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I legitimately remember nothing. I made myself a cup of tea today. And then I le- wa- walked out of like the bedroom, like as I was, or as, as I was like finally getting ready to leave, I go, "What's this?" And I go, "Oh, that's tea that I made that I never drank." So, anyways, okay, should we get into the yeah calls? Let's do that. Hi, Megan, Melissa. I'm just gonna go right into it because it's kind of falling out a lot. I'm an eight-year-old female. She, her pronouns. I'm a freshman in college. I'm living in a hall-style dorm, and I'm really close with most of my hall. I immediately became best friends with the two girls right next door to me. We'll call them Chloe and Allison, who are roommates with each other. Both she, her pronouns. We did everything together the first few weeks of college, and I spent all my time in their room as I don't love my roommate. Just a few weeks ago, I was talking about a boy in our hall who I thought liked me, and Allison immediately responded with, oh, don't worry, he could never like you. He likes me. Which I found a little rude, but then she immediately told us about a conversation they had where he told her that he was in love with her. We are really close to the guy, though, and me and Chloe finding a little little bit suspicious. We talked to him, and he said that that conversation never happened, and he showed us proof that he wasn't even in the dorms that night to have that conversation. He confronted her about lying, and she shut down immediately and started crying. As soon as he left the room, she begged me to believe her and insisted that I was just on her side, not his. After his realization about this lie, me and Chloe compared our stories about a bunch of different things that she told us, and it turned out she's been lying about everything. Here are some of the many, many, many examples. She says that she lost her sense of smell, and, Chloe, and she told Chloe it was from COVID, and she told me it was from a brain defect from birth. 
She also told me and my parents that she had power of attorney over her grandparents at age 17, despite having living parents. She also told us that she had a heart attack. I don't really have any proof that either of these aren't true, but just my context of everything else seems crazy, and both of my parents never believed it. She said her dad is number one, number one archer in the country, and her grandpa's number two, yes, is an archery. We Googled it, and it just isn't true. She also lies about day-to-day things, when she ordered a package, what she ate, where she was, like so many other things. She said a man grabbed her by the arm and told her that she didn't, he didn't know college girls were this pretty in the middle of the day in the center of our campus, which just didn't happen. And she also made it clear that it was a black man who did that, which made me really uncomfortable. She said that a man was taking pictures of her at the gym when we were there, and he was just taking mirror selfies. There's no way to fit all her lies in three minutes, but it's constant, and they're absurd. Some of what she lies about is for shock. Some of it seems so, so, so so pointless, like it'd be easier to tell the truth. Some of it revolves around everyone being obsessed with her. Basically, our best friend's pathological liar, and we have no idea what to do. We feel like we just can't do nothing because how can we be friends with her? We don't really know who she is because all she does is lie. If we confront her, she's going to shut down. What do we do? You had a minute left, so we could have heard a lot more lies. I would have loved to hear more. That is wild. I just want to say, I do think she's learning because power of attorney over your grandparents at 17. That no one's the number two archer in the world. I'm going to say that we're getting better at lying because I'm going to. Sure, I could Google, but like. You didn't say soccer. You didn't say basketball. Like she tried to pick like she should have picked. But she has power over of attorney over her grandfather, the number one, the number two two archer in the world. From my perspective as a total outsider right now, if I was in this friendship, I would probably be like, fuck that. There's something kind of like chaotic and fun about this as an outsider that I would just be like, can you and Chloe, that's the other one. Can you and Chloe like are you a trio right now? Like, are you a package deal friendship? Because you need to sever ties because she will, her pathological lying, like will influence how other people view you. But if you're able to like sever ties and you can keep her as like a distance friend to like just hear some of that shit, I would personally, but that's me now. And it's because it's not my life because it's your life. Yeah, I had a friend like that that would lie all the time and then they got tiring and it's exhausting yeah and i was like i just have to stop this now i had to distance myself so the school year well you're coming up at the end of this semester so i would say just just write it out (laughs) because i mean they're they're always going to be there for the next few months maybe you know think of your breaks your holiday breaks as time apart and you can have a breather from her but then just write it out to the end of the year and then don't talk to her again I don't think like I don't think you should confront her because she's going to break down because you already have. And what you do, cry about it. See, I'm a bitch. I would probably just keep like as much as I said, like, keep it. It's entertainment. I wouldn't do it if I was in the situation. It's only entertaining for you calling us. Yeah, I wouldn't like entertain her as far as like listen to what she has to like take take what she says. as like the truth. Like she's there. She's kind of like a gnat and she's around. But like, I'm not going to sit here and make somebody's college experience like a living hell i'm just gonna let them exist and not take anything they say at face value yeah i just think that like at least for me like i know my face and i'm going to if i like don't push back in the situation i'm just gonna be mean like i'm just going to like resent and really fucking hate you and then i'm just gonna like not listen to like when you talk and i'm gonna be like a really 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 like i'm just gonna be a bitch and so like for me what i would do Is like when she says, oh, it's because like I had this. I would probably at this point, I would just be like, 
because I don't think you said that you did this, but I would just be like, hey, I like have noticed that like some of the things that you're saying like haven't totally been adding up. And I just think that like that's kind like it just feels like kind of weird. And like, you know, you don't have to like lie about anything. Like, I think you're really cool. Like, you seem like a really great person. Like, you don't have to like make. Then are you lying? (laughs) Yeah, fine. But you can lie. But like, you don't have to like lie to make yourself like seem like more like exciting or whatever. It it just like it's just I I, it feels like weird. Like, it feels like and being honest, like it just feels like I don't really like know who you are at this point. And and I know you've lied about these things and like, sure, you can like deny it. But like, I would just really rather you be like upfront and like, let me know, like, why? Like, is there something like, is, are you nervous about being at a new school? Are you trying to like be exciting and like to get people to like, like you or whatever? Because pathological liars, like you guys are spending a lot of time with her. My thing is like, I think like setting, not even like setting boundaries, but like that she's not fooling you without being like, that didn't happen. That's not true. But like having like a heart to heart, like attempt there. I just think like, inevitably, when you stop being friends, she's probably gonna come with some some extravagant lie about why you and Allison stopped why you and Chloe stopped being friends with her. And I just think that like, it's always better to in situations just to be like, as I said, one thing, I don't have to say, I don't have to say multiple times, I don't have to like try and change anyone's mind. I don't have to like try and fix anyone or heal anyone. But like, I can wipe my hands clean of this because I said something like, you know what I mean? Like I'm for me, that ties it up in a nice little bow. And it's like, if that pisses you off and if we stop being friends and then if you lie on my name, like later on all of that, like, I don't care. Like, I don't feel like there's anything more I could have done. Like, I doesn't feel like I try to approach it in the moment. And like, she knows and I know that I've had this conversation with her. And if she wants to like, then start lying about me, like, okay, cool. Okay. But like, I already Everybody tried. Yeah. I don't. It, yeah. It's also like the small lies that she does dad and grandfather being one and two archery champions okay but then it's like the terrible lies that she has about a black man grabbing that's her just on campus. racist that's racist and harmful and yeah black men have died for that and i think that's something that like in the moment you're like you can't say like for like that didn't happen like yeah. and also that's really racist and like do you know what happens when you say things like that like do you know the like literal physical harm you mm-hmm. put people in that like you can't lie about that yeah i think that's again like i think that's something that like call that out in the moment and if you can't call it out in the moment then you need to cut her off and not be friends with her Mm -hmm. like because you become complicit with like that shit like when it's something like that that like there are consequences of other people's safety that you become complicit if you don't call it out and or if you just maintain in that friendship Mm -hmm. like that's not okay and again like (laughs) people will think of you your freshman year is like a really great time to like make a first impression on people you're not married to your friend groups of like your social circles or anything like that but when you really latch onto people that kind of becomes your entire identity and then by nature you don't socialize with other like it it just like it, it becomes a bubble and then a lot of people can hold expectations or ideas of you based on the people you surround yourself with and you've got like more years to go in this place. Like, I just don't think that you should have to stick it out and just hope that distance will grow between you. Like, I think you need to say something now about like the pathological lying and then decide like, okay, are we going to then tell her like, we're done with this friendship. And like, obviously Chloe's her roommate, or are we going to like, be like correcting her as she's doing these things? Yeah. 
And also maybe then you push her away and you don't have to do anything yourself. Yeah. It probably might be different, like, because I was at a bigger school, but freshman year, it was like when I was in the dorm, everybody was like really nice. Like the first semester, everybody was like really nice and everybody wanted to be everybody's friend and blah, blah, blah. Then when everybody came back from winter break, it was like, we're good. Like we know who we actually like here. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was a commuter dorm. So it was literally Mm -hmm. me and my RA and him, me hiding alcohol in my room and then me helping the girls he was hooking up with sneak into his room and me having a chart of which girls were which day. So I wouldn't call them by the wrong name. Got it. Okay. Well, that's it. On to the next. What up? Don't blah meme. Uh, Sam, a uh, longtime listener, first time caller here. I am a non-binary 29-year-old Pisces. I have been kind of a serial monogamous um, up until the past year or so. Um, recently got out of a, a very long-term, very monogamous relationship, and, and I'm just kind of newly uh, exploring, like, dating, casually, hooking up, non-monogamy, whatever, whatever. It's all very new to me. I just started going out with a friend of mine. Actually, we're, like, about to go on our third date. I'm in my car (laughs) about to go into the bar. But so we've been really good friends, this person and I, for the past, like, couple of years. We're both theater people. So we're, like, in the same community. We have a lot of mutual friends. And we're very new, though, to this, like, not entirely platonic thing that we're doing, which is, like, going on dates and, and making out and stuff. And it may progress further than that, but it, it may not. You know, who knows? Like I said, it's still very new. And we're both, like, seeing other people as well. So, again, not, not monogamous, not serious. Anyway, my question or, like, the thing that I could use some guidance on is regarding, like, not the transition but from, like, being platonic friends to not being platonic entirely anymore, but kind of the, like, balance between the two. Because, like, I love this guy. Like, I'm not saying I'm in love with him because I, I probably am not. But, like, I love him as a friend, as I have for the last couple of years. Like, we've been through some significant experiences together. We've shared a lot of things with each other just as platonic friends. And so it's weird for me because, like, normally when I, like, leave an event or if I leave a party or something, I've, I'm very affectionate. I want to, like, hug all my friends, and I, I kiss my friends on the cheek, and I say, like, bye, text me when you get home, love you. And, like, I would normally do that with this guy. I was doing that with this guy up until, like, the last couple of weeks when we started going on dates. And now I I kind of have to catch myself being, like, cool, look, uh, by you know like I want to I want to do that like that friend love thing but obviously or it feels like I can't um because now we're we're like going on dates I can't end a casual date with I love you right that's crazy so I don't know I'm I'm struggling with that just a little bit um it's not like a life-altering thing but if you have any advice or guidance I would appreciate it thank you I understand the like oh I can't say I love you like Moss and I had that like we used to be like oh my god love you love you and then we started dating and I was like well I can't say that anymore I mean for your life caller I'm just gonna be super honest with you if you don't want to date this person like date date I think casual dating when it's not just sex and it's not just like booty call friends with benefits you're getting in really murky waters. Yeah, I don't think you should casually date your friend. No. If you're going to be with a friend, it's because you're either just hooking up 
And then you know that like we're just friends that bone or you're friends that like you've had feelings for each other. They're developing feelings for each other. And you're seeing where this relationship could go because you think this is like the person that you love. Yeah. Like you're either friends who fuck or you're friends who are falling in love. Mm-hmm. And like you you're existing in the in-between and yeah. like that gray area. And it's just a bad fucking idea. And like you're like trying to feel like how you can create like balance and boundaries. You can't. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why it feels really like weird and kind of hard and complicated. And like, there's no obvious answer. It's because there's not one. It's just messy. It's just like, and you can really have love for someone as a friend. And you could also like be attracted to this person and like, you know, think like maybe what if, but if you're not at the place in the time that you're like, I do want to date. I want to date. If you want to get back into like, I mean, even if you want to get into like, ethical non-monogamy like if you want this person to be like a primary partner but like it's just your lives are intertwined and you really care about this person as a friend until you want something that is more than just casually dating I would get the casual dating out of your system if that's what you want to do and then approach this and like a let's give it a a real let's give it a really a real shot Mm -hmm. but it's just because you never know people when it's the person that it works out with, it only has to work out once. But like the only the reason why that works out is because you have two people who have the same feelings at the same time that progress at the same rate. And that, again, doesn't happen that often. Like mm-hmm. that's why you end up with the person you end up with. But with a friend, that's just a little bit harder because you feel like you owe them something. And if their feelings are progressing faster than yours or your feelings are are progressing faster, you also know them well enough to like read into like their body language and the things that they're saying and you might not feel comfortable expressing yourself because you're like well I don't want to make it weird and then we have this other friend group thing like there's just there's just it's there's too much Mm -hmm. it's just too much I would advise to not (laughs) I know you're on your way to your third date and you already have had it now maybe the date was amazing and you're like maybe there's something more here I don't know give us an update Yeah, but you have to like be so on the same page and like Mm -hmm. both of you, like there's one thing when someone you really like starts sleeping with other people or like, you know, you're not the only person they're dating. And it's another thing when it's someone you really like that it's a friend because when you feel, when you have feelings for a friend and you're acting on them, that's with knowing, recognizing and accepting the risk of to that friendship. And you're Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Like I'm willing to like risk that because I care so much about like, I just really want to give this a shot. And then if someone's like still dating other people and they're not treating it in that same way, you're kind of like, oh, you didn't think about this in the same way that I did. And that hurts on a friendship level and a romantic level. So get on the apps. Yeah. So sorry. I hope it was fun while it lasted. But your teacher and Britney Spears have said, no more. Time to move on. Or... This is the greatest love of your life. You have to pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Time for a break. Yay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my 
beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you 
and listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Class is back in session. Thank you, Miss Jane. Miss Teagues. Yeah, get it right. They do call each other by first names on the show. That bothers me. What? The teachers? Yeah, but they do it in front of the students. I don't know I, that my you teachers went to, ever You went to a different... I called my teachers by their say, first name. Not even like... type of school. Mr. Tim. Yeah. Just Tim. And then you would get mixed up in some type of... Call him dad. And he was like, it's okay. Papa. Papa. No. You ever like, call him Big Papa? That's like sexy buddy BLs. Never seen it. How do you have so many nieces and nephews and you've never seen Elf? I mean, they weren't born when it came out. Yeah, but that's like a, like, I feel like that's an notation of like a classic Christmas movie that like parents will like but watch none their None of kids. us saw it, so who's going to pass it Are you it sure down? they haven't seen it? I'm positive. What's your Christmas movie? I've, we have this conversation every single year. Cool. Oh, I don't remember. Mean Girls. Okay. <laughs> and Dream Girls. I can't argue with either right. of those. I mean, Dreams Girls, no Christmas. Do they? They had to. I don't know, but it's a sparkly know. movie. Yeah, it's sparkly. <laughs> it came out around Christmas, so then that's just our tradition. Mean Girls, Dream Girls. Happy holidays. <laughs> I respect it. Okay. Should we get back into the rest of the calls? Yes, we shall. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I hope you guys are well and I hope you feel pretty today. I am 25. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm calling for some advice on moving in with my boyfriend. He's 24. We've been in a long distance relationship for just over two years. And if he had it his way, we would be living together yesterday. He lives two hours away. We see each other every other week for two to three days at a time. And we have spent up to like 12 to 14 days uh, uninterrupted uh, together on like different occasions uh, and multiple times. And uh, I'm really confident in our ability to be roommates. Neither of us have ever lived with partners, only friends or roommates. I currently live at home with my parents. Um, I moved home for a period of grieving and also to save up money. The only thing keeping me here right now is continuing to save money I have a job here and my entire immediate family is here. Ideally, I would live with a friend in the city before living with my boyfriend, but I don't know anyone that's looking for roommates in the area right now or anytime soon, and I don't think I could live on my own. My main fear 
is basically putting too much pressure on the relationship. Um, but my boyfriend and I are starting to have more and more conversations about this. The other element that's making me really doubt my judgment for this current decision um, is my relationship with my dad. We haven't been close for a long time. We just sort of inexplicably drifted apart. But almost two months ago, he confronted me in a very aggressive and out of out character way, just kind of pushing his expectations for his expectations for my life on me. And since then, our relationship has been at a standstill until he apologizes. That is a boundary uh, that I set out for myself, which I'm proud of. But now living at home is making me miserable. My mom is a really good support and so are all of my brothers and they agree that my dad is in the wrong but he won't apologize until he wants to and he is just being simply too prideful to admit that he was wrong and apologize to me and that is really tearing down on me my boyfriend and i had already been talking about moving in together before this happened um but this has really been weighing on me ideally i just want to move in with him when we're like completely 100% ready and while I feel like we are, I am an anxious overthinker and I'm scared of making a really big mistake. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I would be starting over um, in terms of like jobs and stuff if I moved to the city. Thank you. This is uh, a lot more complicated than other calls that we've had before in this similar nature. Yeah. Where they're just like, am I ready to move in with mm-hmm. my boyfriend? This has a different factor weighing in on it. Yeah. I mean, I feel for you because this would also probably keep me up at night in the same Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, the first question I would ask yourself, which I'm sure you already have, is if your dad apologized tomorrow, let's say that like you started putting out feelers and you're like are working towards that. Your dad apologizes tomorrow. Are you regretful that you're going to move in or you move in with your boyfriend the next day your dad apologizes? Do you feel like in that example, Mm -hmm. would you feel like you made a mistake? That's good. That's like, and that's hard because like you don't know, but like, I think that there's a likelihood that, and this probably is not helpful, but I think like you could be right or you could just be like anxious and you could be wrong. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that there is like a clear cut answer that anyone can give you even like yourself, you know? Yeah. I wonder if there's a third option though. Like, I know that you said you don't know anybody that's looking for a roommate. Maybe there's friends of friends that are looking for a roommate or I don't know like what area you're in. If there's a way to look up other people that want to move Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, I know Facebook, everything can be sketchy. You just want to vet. I mean, I met my roommate that I had for years on Craigslist. That was when that was the best option. I don't know what the best option is now. Yeah, I agree. I think there is a third option there. I think like if it feels like for you, I'm either going to move in with him and there's no friend. So it's like, well, if I'm going to move, I'm going to move in with him. I'm not going to move in with a roommate. Then that to me is like, I think like you could sign uh, or even like maybe like you said you couldn't live afford to live alone. Like what about subletting a place for a couple months and like seeing like I'm not sure how far you said two hours away. So I don't know if you can work remotely for like three months or something. And at your current job while still like, you know, maybe looking for another job, but like sublet an apartment in the same city and then see that way of like, do I like living here? And do I like living here without 
my boyfriend here? Like, do I like it in the sense of like, is this city for me and my life and not like us as a unit? Mm -hmm. But I agree. I think like you could find a roommate another way and that would be like a helpful way to do it. But also at the same time, I don't think it's necessarily too early or too soon to move in with your partner. The thing that we've always said, though, is when you move to a new city with a partner, you're really limiting and you live with them. You're just kind of limiting your social interactions and social circles based on like, you you don't have like, oh, my roommate has a friend that they're going to bring over. And like, there's just, it's just a little bit more like playing house and kind of coupley, which there's nothing wrong with. And it just depends on like what experience you want to have. Mm-hmm. But I, you might make a mistake, you know? Yeah, you're probably going to make a mistake. You can't predict the future. You can't, as much as you plan and have like in your head what you think is right, a mistake will, it's going to happen regardless. And even if it's not immediate and you like, you might at some point feel regret and then the next day you wake up and you don't have any regret about it. Like, it's just the process of life. And the good thing is, is that you can fix it. Like, if you regret this, you can move back. If you, if you move in with him and you're like, this was a bad call, you can move back home. Mm-hmm. It's like, the stakes aren't really that high. It might be a hassle. It might be like, costly for moving stuff it might just like you know be a little bit of a headache but you have to take action at some point Mm -hmm. like as an anxious person that's like advice that I always need to hear that it's like you can think about things and you can plan for things and you can account for things and do all of that but at some point you're going to have to make a decision and no amount of research and no amount of thought you put into it is going to protect you from you making a mistake Mm -hmm. and then if you make a mistake what's the worst thing you can have worst thing that happens there you fix it. Right. And you do what you can to fix it. But if you like live in this like limbo of what is this? What is this? What is this? Like you right now don't know if you feel this way because of your dad and all of that. And the only way you're going to know is if you make a decision Mm -hmm. and you change something and you do something. And I like to process things myself. I like to like, you know, be in my own space and like think things through and all that. And sometimes you just can't get there without action. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need action to tell you how you feel. And I think that's as long as you are being honest with yourself through the process and like the people in your life, I think like you you, you just like gotta live your life. Right. Right. So my mind says move in general. It, like I yeah, say, go moving, for it. Moving is the... That's what I think is the solution because your parents are always going to, as long as you're under their roof, as they like to say, they're always going to treat you like you're living at their house. And so you got to get out for some respect. Yeah. And the strain on your like relationship with your dad right now could probably use some space. Mm -hmm. And even if like you've kind of accepted it and you've set a boundary, which is like a really healthy thing to do, sometimes like that still does kind of like just like eat away at like your daily like life and your mindset and your mental health and stuff. Like, it's just like something that's just there. Mm-hmm. You can't like push it to the side or like do something else. Like it's just there. Cause he's there. So if you can't do roommates and you can't find something that feels good there, move in with your boyfriend. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, it wasn't, it's, it wasn't going to work. You know what I mean? Like putting pressure on a relationship. You've been together for two years. You're in your early like twenties. Like 
if you have the same goals and the same timeline for future plans, like if you've talked about that, like where do we see our relationship in three years? Where do we see our relationship in five years? What do we want? Like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? If you're aligned with all of that, there is no pressure because you're on the same timeline. There's only pressure of one of you is trying to pressure someone in someone else into doing something that you don't want to do. So moving in together won't create pressure that's not already there. Mm -hmm. All right. Best of luck. Let us know what you decide to do. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I got cut off in my last thing because I added way too many details. So I cut some stuff out for brevity. Anyway, um, I wanted to air out a situation that I, 30 she, her, have been in with my friend, 32 he, him, for about two years. Um, We've been friends, friends for about nine years. And uh, I've been there for him emotionally more than I should have because I met him when my, you know, I was really bad at maintaining boundaries. So long story short, we started sleeping together in August 2020 after we had been isolating together because we had both gone through massive heartbreak. And um, obviously, I'm not complaining about that. Like, we started consistently hanging out and watching movies together and, you know, making this, you know, consistent thing. Not only were we intimate, but we were also, like, emotionally depending on each other. So, this has proven problematic for my dating life. Uh, but that I, I didn't really let that bother me too much since I knew I might be moving if the right opportunity presented itself. However, it just really felt like we were like secretly dating, but like we weren't. <laughs> Fast forward to now, I have moved. I moved from the only home I've ever known to a very new city to teach music at an elementary school, which is my dream job. Yay. And I felt like it went without saying that the intimate part of our friendship would be over once I moved. However, it seems like he still feels entitled to access to me. Uh, he messaged me asking for, quote unquote, pictures while I'm up here. And that is something I never agreed to in the first place because I'm a teacher and that is a huge risk. Uh, I will be visiting my hometown frequently. So I think he has this idea that I'm going to be in a long distance, like friends with benefits situation with him. Um, but there's no end in sight to my time up here. So I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, but that's not going to work. And I've been actively going on dates as well. I met a really sweet girl that I'm interested in. Yay. So I guess that I'm looking for advice on how I can end things while maintaining the friendship. Or honestly, uh, you can just give me permission to totally risk the friendly part of our friendship or relationship or whatever and totally cut it off. Either way. I really want that era in my life to be over one way or another. And I'm a chicken shit and I need somebody to hold my hand through it, apparently, even though I'm fucking 30 years old. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. I I think this is pretty simple. You don't like him. You don't want to keep talking to him. You don't want to send him pictures. As a teacher, I understand your predicament. <laughs> um, I just Miss say cut him off. <laughs> Are those your titties? Just stop talking to him. You already told him you don't you're not seeing pictures. You thought moving would end everything between you. You said you just want it to end. End it. End it. That I'm easy. it's so easy. Just fucking end yeah. it. I think like you don't like him and you're developing the ick. Yeah. Like you have the ick. You have the ick. You don't want to send him nudes, ick. And he like is like, well. Like, send me some pics where you're up there. And you're like, I move. Mm -hmm. I'm not up anywhere. Like, I live here now. Like, this is my home. And, like, this is a long, full-time, you know, indefinite sort of thing. And him not getting that is giving me secondhand ick. So, Mm -hmm. for all of our sakes, end it. Ghost him. 
You live in a new city. You never have to speak to him again. Bye. And if he misses you, he just closes his eyes and think of what you look like naked. Mm-hmm. That's why it's really okay to ghost people that you like have the ick that you have had sex with. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you close your eyes, you can see me. You got that spank bank right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ghost. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> That's the shortest down. advice we've ever given yeah. you. But like, there's really not much more to say. No. We're taking another break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So, I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Is class back in session, Miss Teagues? Yes. Okay. All right. 
Time for Don't Blame Them. Oh, woo, woo, woo. Don't Blame Them is, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I do know what this is. Don't Blame Them is when listeners call in with their own advice pertaining to a call we had on a previous episode. So maybe they have personal experience. They've gone through something similar that the caller did. They had a friend who did. They've given advice to someone about this before. It's within their profession or they have something that we didn't say and they have ideas. They think we're great or they think we're horrible, but we would never play that because it also just never happens. It's we're not horrible and you're not wasting your time to call us to tell us we're horrible. Actually, it's happened a couple of times, but only. It's usually not even a call. It's usually a message. Yeah, it's usually a message. In or a review. It's heavily linked to uh, we can trace back. Exactly. And it's. We've said that enough. Checks out. Okay. okay. All right. Hi guys, I'm calling in with a don't blame me in response to um, season 10, episode 14, Mom Use the Slur, for the caller with the title story, the mixed person whose white mom used a slur in front of her boyfriend. I totally agree with what Megan and Melissa said, and I just wanted to add on from my perspective. I'm a mixed person with a hashtag white mom. I'm 32, and my mom is white, and my biological father is Native Central American. My mom was an amazing white mom. Um, She raised me by herself and raised me to be an advocate for minorities of all types. Um, She was a woman in a STEM field who actually experienced discrimination herself. But despite that discrimination and being the child of a mixed person of color, she has never used her position to make claims about understanding the experiences of people of color, including me, or to say anything appropriate about Latinas or any other group. Your mom is super out of line. And I'm really glad that you know this is an issue that needs to be addressed. What I would suggest is seeking out the company of other mixed people if you can. I've found that I have awesome conversations and tons in common with other mixed kids, even if they are a mix of completely different things than what I am. But also, I've found a special comfort in other mixed Latinos, especially those that have specific similarities to my situation, such as like dad not being in the picture, not speaking Spanish, et cetera, et cetera. The point is that I have just found so much solace in this. I think you'll find it's a huge relief to have a place to talk about your issues with your mom and exist in your own identity without having to worry about how it's going to be viewed. Everyone has their own experience of being mixed and no two stories are ever alike, but I think you will find a higher level of understanding from those who have this in common with you. I hope you're able to settle things peacefully with your mom and that she can see the error in the way she's speaking. But even if she can't, I think you'll find so much comfort in finding a community that can validate you in your knowledge of what's right. I also wanted to briefly address that it does sound like your mom has some issues with alcohol. Unfortunately, this is something I can also relate to. If you have it in you or feel like it's an okay choice for you, Al-Anon is an amazing resource for people who are family or loved ones of alcoholics or people who are having issues with alcohol or other addiction, even if maybe you wouldn't identify them as an alcoholic per se. Bottom line is there's a lot of people out there who are going to be able to relate to what you're going through. And I totally encourage you to reach out and try to find them if you can. Best of luck. And thanks to Megan and Melissa for another awesome edition of an amazing podcast. Love you guys. Bye. So kind. Thank you. Well, thank you for giving your own perspective and insight on that. Um, And I hope that caller, I think that, I mean, that caller, we talked to them after the episode came out. So they're still here. Maybe they're, maybe they're delayed in their listening, but. Mm-hmm. great advice too so that is it class it's the end of the day the bell's gonna ring class is dismissed As the bell I don't think rings. we have any reviews let me check I think my review is the last one so we need some new ones give us reviews <laughs>
Miss Teague would give this a five-star review. Yeah. Might say, there's a lot of cussing. So, um, yeah. My review's the last one. If you want to see what my uh, <laughs> name is, you can see. It's very obvious. That's funny. That's it. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to look at our amazing, like, gorgeous costumes mm-hmm. and that really caller who said, us. I hope you're feeling pretty, like, we, we are. Do. Like, you should look at the Patreon, mm-hmm. look at the video. It's literally a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's a dollar for the whole month, and you can watch every previous episode if you just want to spend a dollar to, like, look at how fucking great we look. You crushed it. And I'm really so glad that, like, I actually did, because I almost didn't do it. I know. I figured. I was like, I'm texting her very late. And then I know how much effort it is for you to get ready and things. And it, it is why I, mm-hmm. we usually started uh, 11 and I was like, I'm going to be a little late. Usually it's kind of a No, no, no. We, we put it in our <laughs> calendar for 11 and then we check in with each other. Yeah. Where are we, where are we landed? And I was like, I'm definitely going to be later than that. And then I told you, I was like, like 12 or a little before 12. And then I was like, I lied. 12 15 and i got here 12 30 <laughs> so and it's fine but the outfit looks cute mm-hmm. i'm not going to tell you to go comment on our instagram something specific because i always i'm making more work for myself to make a graphic that specifically matches to that but um if you're listening though and you feel prompted go uh tell us your favorite teacher oh yeah or what you're gonna dress up today as for halloween Oh, yeah. Maybe your best Halloween costume, Mm -hmm. what you're doing today. Just something related to what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. We will see you. I mean, you'll hear from us Mm -hmm. tomorrow for our extra Uh episode. See you next Tuesday. Then you get a break from us on Wednesday. And then we are back for But Am I Wrong on Thursday. And then Fisting Friday. Fisting. We have so many problems with that name on Friday. I'm used to it now. Me fucking too. And that's my issue. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts and Diamond Imprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lawrence. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.